Pause by MW, we ain't talking about cars. Millennials versus the world, that's the pot. Mike threw it up the kid off of the line. You better tune in, cause you know that we lie. Millennials versus the world is a ride. Born a win and I win in that life. Boys, your opinion, no wrong and no right. So get out yeah. our way, they riding our way. But we do not care as long as you say. Millennials versus the world, Millennials versus the world. Millennials versus the world. Millennials versus the world. Hey, get your shit and go ahead and get out. Uh, she should have just left. What's your what, what's your thoughts, Lewis? What up? This is Millennials vs. World podcast. I had what, what I hadn't saw the whole thing, man. So I don't know. So, so does anybody got the backstory? Mike, you got the backstory? Yeah, I don't, uh, I don't have the backstory. I just saw clips. What the backstory? Oh, okay. So from what I just got briefly is that um I guess they went on live what last night, like three in the morning or something like that. Yeah. He went live. Yeah. Basically, I guess they were arguing about something, and uh, he was calling her crazy. And long story short, it ended up coming up that uh, he was saying that she was just a side girl anyway, mm-hmm. and that Damn. she didn't like that. And then it went down this whole rabbit hole of basically her trying to prove that she wasn't a side chick. So she was posting her- all clothes together. She was posting uh, the videos, the, the family photos, basically trying to like. <laughs> you defend her case that she wasn't a side chick. This episode of Millennials vs. the World is brought to you by Sleek and Simple Films, man. This company based out of Raleigh, North Carolina is just changing the videography game. Whether it's turnaround time, quality, all around creativity, Sleek and Simple Films in Raleigh, North Carolina, man. You gotta check them out. And if you don't believe me, just go to sleekandsimplefilms.com. Look at the work for yourself. If you really want to change the game, change your content, Hire Sleek and Simple Films for your next videography needs, man. Again, sleekandsimplefilms.com. Tell them Kate I sent. Right, 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 right. But, you know, she had been living with the dude for like the last three months or whatever. So so the, the case was already made that he was capping. Or even if it was the side chick, she was getting... What do y'all what do y'all think though? What's y'all opinion about the joint? What went down, bro? How he treated her? How she was at did y'all see the one when when was that his sister? No, nah, that was his uh manager, I think. Did y'all see it when she was in the house and like Danny Lee? Is it Danny Lay or Danny Lee? Uh, uh, I think it's Danny Lee. Go, I think look, yeah, let's go with that. Call it let's go with Danny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her there we go. There we go. Did y'all <laughs> see when she was pleading that like so we wasn't just together? So yeah, like that's what I, yeah that's what I'm talking about. She would plead. Yeah, she was she was hurt, man. She was hurt, so she reacted out of emotion because she was hurt. And the baby was trying to prove he he should have kept it player if he really felt like that. He should have just been like, okay, like all right, cool, like to to do all that and be like, nah, you was just deciding not like if it's really it is what it is. Yeah, how you, you keep it player in that situation? That how do you keep it player? You in keep that it situation? play. You just say okay, that's what's up, and you just gracefully tell her like, if you're gonna be like, first of all, you keep it player by not going on social media. None of that mm. should have been even presented. Period. The step second one. thing you do is if that's how you really feel, and this is the mother of your child, and you feel like that, the next step is to go ahead and say, okay, listen, I don't want you to be here. I don't want to, you know, X Y Z, and explain that to her because obviously she was reacting like that because you're showing us one thing but telling her another thing. Yeah. So obviously that's the only reason why she was reacting like that. Is it embarrassing? Absolutely. But I'm telling you, the platform that he has, if you as player as you say you are, and this is really a side chick, you're doing a whole lot to prove that she's a side chick. Yeah. Mm. 
spoken like a real pimp. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Louis. Hey, hey, hey. Old, old time, Jay limped in here with his cane. Yeah. I, Mike, what's your, what's your take, Mike? Uh, I think uh, the whole, if, if we go by what he said and how he's a stand-up father and all those things, right? He take responsibility for his actions. Mm-hmm. I think the part that some individuals have an issue with is taking complete responsibility, meaning... You just can't raise the child, but create an environment that's bullshit, right? Like, like what about being a great father doesn't come with, like, disrespecting the mother? Regardless of if she's crazy, of all, you know, all of that stuff that he was presented, he could be 100% right about that, right? Mm-hmm. But what Jay was saying, keep it player, if I could translate it. Keep it respectful. Don't embarrass her, man. Don't don't play her if y'all was hooked up in for the last three months in the crib. Like, like who are you trying to impress? Who is he doing it for? Who is he really telling that to? Is he telling it to her or us? So so this is not my view. I just gotta play devil's advocate. Church, Mike. Church. <laughs> hey, Church, what, what what if she was with it? What if she knew she was a side chick? She was with it. She knew she was she knew everything that happened up until this point. She just mm-hmm. didn't want a camera around. Does that make him any worse or better? I'm just asking. This ain't my view. I'm just playing devil's advocate, literally. What the thing is, whether she knows she's a side chick or not, it never should have came out. It's what's understood. Had ain't, ain't got to be said, man. That's the issue that I have with it. I don't like going to social media to fight my battle. How many people anything. do you think live by that, though, Jay? Like, re- like realistic. How many people do you think live by what's understood? I think into, I think in today's age, you you don't live by that. Like the people that we have now, social media runs everything. So it's like, oh, okay, I have to. And I think with, again, I think with the situation that just happened with the baby with the LBGTQ, uh, did I say that right, y'all? Yeah. The, uh, the community, uh, the community, you know. Saying, hey, chill out, bro. You about the, to get us canceled, bro. Oh, okay. That, <laughs> hey, that's what's up, bro. I ain't disrespecting nobody, but that's what's up. Like, the, the issue that he had with them, he's trying to, like, basically overproof itself now. Like, you're doing too much, bro. Like, just let it go. Understand the situation. And if you, like, think about how much effort it took for you to come. He went to the Charlotte Hornets game last night, I think. So to come from the game, come into the house at 3 in the morning and to go live, you understand what you had to go through in the car as you're going home, all these different things to get to this point. She was literally feeding a baby, your child, while you're going on live. Like, yeah, like I, I, don't, I don't know. But, again, it's in his character because he did the same thing with his previous baby mama. So and check this out, King. All of this took place in the same house. Like they was both going live back and forth, like <laughs> in the same. House. I think that's the embarrassing part, bro. I was gonna say, I was gonna say two things that we can get up at. Like, please, because, bro, I'm like, it, this is gonna sound so bad, but I'm being honest. It's hard for me. I do feel for. Her. I hate that she's going through it. But do you think she didn't know who this nigga was before she lay down with him? Yes, that's where she got to take accountability. Like, she knew, like, come on, bro. He's, his music cool, but he's proven this over and over and over and over again that as soon as I get mad, I revert to like, nah, I got to do me, I'm going to do whatever. So like, how much, you know, compassion can you have when you know, like you feel bad for, you don't want the baby, the the actual baby to be going through this. Like, you don't want that, but like, there's no way this was not, Abundantly. I don't think I, I know for me in a situation I didn't feel I, it's not about the compassion for her the it, this compassion ah, there and no it's compassion there 
but it was more so the way that he moved in the situation. That's what irritated me. The compassion is definitely there. And I understand that I know there's some underlying stuff and we don't know the whole story. I'm just saying from a man's perspective, me being talking directly to him, you don't move like that. Mm-hmm. If you understand the situation and you know that's what it was, it makes you look worse because you sit there and you knew that she was a side chick and you sitting over here taking all these pictures. You knew she was a side chick and you over here engaging in all this activity. You knew like if you knew all this stuff and, and yeah, I, I hate to say it, but, you know, she bought the dream that he sold her. But if you know all that, why do you have to state that on live? I agree. So so I agree the live was messed up. So the transition, that's a great question, Jay, because yeah, I'm going to ask you and then we can go around. So as a black dude, how do you act now? Take the live out. We ain't even talking about the baby and uh, Danielle no more. Just what, like, what do you mean? How I act when? How do you move? Like, I feel like, I, and again, I'm not talking about that, even though we just got off that. What I'm saying is like, I feel like there's a real big, huge gray area for black mm-hmm. dudes. Like, mm-hmm. how would you express being upset without being judged one way or the other? How would you express saying that you still growing and learning without being judged one way or the other? How would you express like if, if, with the, express it to who? Like in a, just in to another black man or just in general? Like, what, what do you? Let's go in all facets. Friends, okay, family, um, work. Yeah, work. All the facets. How would you? How I would think, you really express? How, I think first of all, being a black man, the first thing you have to do to express any type of thing, if you're feeling any type of way about any situation, you have to stop and think. You cannot just you. We don't have the privilege, and we're not privy to certain information. We we can't just fire off like mm-hmm. that because we don't have a certain level of privilege to where it can be like mm, he was just a little angry today. You know, let's just give. No, you don't get a pass like that. So you have to stop and think. And I'm learning that, like I said, with my communication, understanding, engaging with different people in different environments. I'm learning how to control that and say, hey, let me take a second. And just learn another thing you have to do as a black man is process stuff. I think we have to process stuff okay, Pastor 10 times faster than than anybody else, whether that's in a relationship, you know, whether it's in your marriage, in a friendship, you have to process things at a high rate because you don't have the time to really dissect it because the more time you take, the less effective it is when you're dealing with yeah. other people. I'm, I'm learning that as a person, like somebody will get in it. And sometimes it's good and bad. Like I'm sure in like a corporate environment, Lewis can attest to that. He's in a corporate environment. And Mike, I know you deal with a lot of corporate people as well. All of us do anyway, but you don't have the time. If hey, they do I realize Jay always name everybody out. And then- <laughs> I know, bro. I, I do. I definitely do. I don't know. I just, I try to make sure everybody's included. So uh, when, uh, when you're dealing with something in that type of environment, sometimes you don't have time to do all that. Your mind has to work fast to process what's going on, assess the situation and go ahead and take care of it. You don't have time to say, okay, I need to think 4,000 times about what's going on. So learning those things, I would share that with anybody. And that's what I'm currently working on right now, guys. So you can, tell, you can tell people when your feelings hurt, Jay? I have to process it first. All because right. my initial reaction is, is not the good one. Mike, Lewis, <laughs> what about y'all, bro? How y'all feel about that when, y'all, when it's right time to express ourselves in any environment? Um... At home is different. Uh, Good, different? Huh? Good, different? Yeah, I don't have to process. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) What? How you figure that? Okay, okay, Lewis on his BS. This already, bro. Because your intent, your intent is understood at home, right? I think so. Yeah, I I hope. Yeah. Thank you, Michael. 
So, <laughs> hey, Jay, I knew his own when he texted me back earlier. Talks about likewise, nigga. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> like what? Hey, hey, I'm like, bro, what is he talking about? <laughs> He on demon time today. Go ahead, bro. my Go bad, ahead. Louis. Go ahead, man, you know, I think at home I just have less patience, and I probably should have more patience, perhaps. Um, <laughs> perhaps. At, at work, it's a little different, man, because like I channel anger differently. Like I, I become petty, and mm-hmm. it's my goal to now insult you without you know you've been insulted. Mm-hmm. So, like mm-hmm. when I get upset at work. I become probably the most articulate and I purposely use big words that people don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like I intentionally okay. like try to try to like be vindictive in a, in a way. Um, but also like word. towing that line, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I, uh, but also, you know, like nonverbals is something I had to learn about, which is not something I knew prior to, um, because verbals or notice mine, mine, all right. Um, like now. Yeah, you know, I was very fortunate to have two black women to pull me into an office one time and just keep it real with me. Like, you know, I was someone that if you were wrong, I would tell you you were wrong. You know, I had J syndrome. Like I would just flat out like <laughs> don't try you. to sneak that in my no, 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 don't uh, try to sneak that in there, Lewis. Like, <laughs> I had J syndrome. Now I would I'm just straight up to Google and looking it up and shit. <laughs> If something didn't make sense, I say, "Hey, man, that, that just doesn't make sense. Like, I don't understand." You know, mm-hmm. um, I'm like, "Oh no, you're wrong." So I had to learn that there's a certain decorum. Uh, I do get frustrated with it because I do see how some people don't have the I don't have the privilege as other folks to to react a certain way, um, and it is frustrating. And maybe that's why I probably process less at home because I I have to over process in those environments. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's actually probably why, to be honest with you. That's good. Mike? Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm similar to both of those uh those guys. Um I think um when it comes to deciding how I wanna I guess express emotions or uh disagreements or my feelings hurt, I think at home I'm able to be more vulnerable because I'm able to uh I guess, provide the complete, uh, I guess, context of why it bo- is bothering me. I guess the ramifications mm-hmm. of it. Um, I, I ain't gonna lie, I'm, I'm similar to uh, Lewis at work. If I hear something I don't like or something is slightly off, I might take an extra 30 minutes to like chart out the argument, if that makes sense. Like, like, you gotta chart it out because of boy, y'all boy. niggas' egos is serious, boy. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. serial killer syndrome. Yeah, and it, and it, it typically, it typically, it typically hap- it typically happens when you feel insulted. Mm-hmm. So, so at that point, you feel like you've been combated with ego. So now, let's go. Get back. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, you stupid man! Shut up, bro. You stupid. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, take a take a take an extra second to identify like what goal am I trying to accomplish by saying this, mm-hmm. and uh, mm. and and also you probably look around and say, hey, "Am I the only one? Am, am, is it just me, or am I the only one? You know, feeling feeling like this? Mm-hmm. Um, right. Sometimes you got to go to war by yourself, especially over stuff related to non-work matters." Like mm-hmm. when you're addressing, uh, I guess, how you feel in relation to non-work matters at work, mm-hmm. like uh, chicken jokes or uh, 
Um, <laughs> oh, my God, <laughs> almighty. Yeah, chicken like jokes? That. Yeah, like, like that. Chicken, chicken jokes or, uh, you know, the tone of voice, you know, how, how you read the email uh, and you feel like they're trying to play you in the email. All of that stuff challenges. It, it happened in that work. But it's really challenging outside work stuff because because that now you're showing like how you were raised, you know, the morals and, and standards you live by. And I and I need to know if I go down this road, am I gonna get the result I want? You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. if not, then I, I I might just go ahead and let it slide. Yeah, I don't even want to say my answer, bro. Chicken jokes. Now go ahead, bro. Go ahead. Go ahead, Chicken George. I mean, jokes. Nah, I, mean, <laughs> I think I don't think I don't think it's just gonna sound crazy. I don't think nobody you in my job can insult shit. me, like unless it's like just blatant, like boom. It's like those little. I'm like, oh, okay, like because I'm gonna say what I deal with being a, a mathematician. If I use that word, don't want nobody come to everybody want me to come to their world, but won't nobody come to my world. Like you, you can get me on the things that. And I feel like I'm pretty well, you know, versed in other stuff. But like right. in my in my job and my atmosphere, you ain't gonna step in the ring with me. You're you're never gonna step in the ring with me mathematically on any day. So like, I'll step in there. You don't want that smoke, but you know I'm with it. <laughs> but but the thing is though, I think the thing is you get, get a whiteboard behind him, Lewis. Hey, bro, right here, folks. Let's put that. Hey, pull, it out. pull it out. You don't want to step in the ring with me. No, but but it's like it's like this though. I think I think that you know <laughs> at work I just don't. Oh, it's none of my coworkers. See, I don't value their opinion enough for them to insult me, bro. It's just like like mm. you 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 feel the way you feel. Okay, cool. unless you're doing some blatant disrespectful stuff, then I'm good. I'm gonna yeah. let it ride. I think at home I had to learn how to when it goes back to processing. I had to learn to like not overly communicate because I was the king of that. Like I would say, mm -hmm. I think if I'm feeling three or four feelings, I think I need to prioritize which feelings need to be addressed because I can address some of those myself. I don't need to address every feeling I'm feeling. You know what I'm saying? And I used to tell every feeling I'm feeling and why I'm feeling that way. But some of those may be lingering. Some of those may be from yesterday. Some of them may be from, you know what I'm saying? It was never about in the yeah. moment. And I used to be super duper crazily passive aggressive because I thought that was when, when they used to tell you men don't argue, men don't do this. I thought walking Boy. around the house being quiet, like not saying like, no, nah, I let it slide. But my energy has yeah. shift the whole the whole house. And my wife would say stuff like, how old are you? Like walking around like that. Like you can't Jason say girl. you can't say how you feel. Jason <laughs> No, Jay syndrome, bro. bro the, thing, the thing I love about me and my wife, we now granted this has been years, but like we got that type of transparency. Like, you really gonna sit around and like you can't say how you feel? Like, right, like, what, right. what are you doing? And I think the vulnerability part to me, I think to people that I, I rock with, you know, including y'all, I don't I don't feel judged. I'll say anything that I'm feeling or say anything I've been through, but I think mm -hmm. to flip this on the other side in society, I don't think I think we're giving society a lot of grace on how we are able to express ourselves. Because even though we said all these things, I think it's consequences to those in every aspect. For instance, That's I'll go here with true. it. I'll go here with it. That's true. I feel like there's consequences as a male demanding things from relationships. I feel like a black male specifically, like if you demand like, no, I'm not going to be treated like that, you solve. If you say right. I'm not standing for that, 
you difficult. Like I think in every relationship you can pick, you like straight up demanding for yourself or like saying, I feel strongly about this plays against you personally. What do y'all think about that? Yeah, I, I agree. I, oh yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, I was watching a, a interview the other day and it went left. It was a group of guys, group of young ladies. And uh, the young man uh, was trying to prove a point. He asked the group of young ladies, hey, uh, first date, pretend it's the first date. Hey, um, just get straight to the point. Hey, what do you bring to the table? Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and what they was asking was to outline, you know, what, you know, check the boxes based on, you know, you tell me what you bring and I'm going to check off my boxes. Jeez. And they told him that they were offended by the question because if they if he came to ask, then he should already know what's at the table. But really, that that's no know. different than, than right. But that's no different than sitting down over dinner and you asking, you know, a series of questions. You know, hey, uh, how's your job? You like your job? How many kids you have? That's really that's really the same question in, in a nutshell. You know, what do you right. bring to the table? What 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 you know? What do I need to know that that's gonna help me expedite this this situation? You know, what, well, what are your barriers? Well, hey, Mike, I didn't mean to cut you off, but in that, what I yes, got out did. of what you just said, yeah, okay, I did. But what you got out of that, this thing is crazy. I, definitely, I definitely did, bro. What I got from that conversation, that uh, the interview, mm-hmm. is that when you ask that question, I think they got offended because I really don't think that enough uh, uh, women in today's society are thinking about that question. And, and, and it's I don't not think because we've ever required them to answer. That's what I was about to say. I don't think that well, y'all we coming with we've some ever stuff them. today. Boy. Yeah, we. I don't think we required them to answer that question. Like we've yeah. only, as men, we've been simple. We just need food and ass. I mean, food and <laughs> like my bad, my bad. We just need, you know, what I'm saying we've required like food and just you know companionship. Know, Jay, are you, you saying know? that's all we need, or are you saying to a point we let that be all we needed? To a point, that's. And we let that be all we needed to like be like, okay, we're good to go. Mm-hmm. Like, long as you, because I mean, even goes back to the old saying, like, yeah, you know, make sure he good, make sure he drain, make sure his belly full, he good, because they that was the norm then. But then it's like now it's like, no, we're requiring more. We want that companionship. We want somebody we can sit here and communicate with and say, hey, what are you feeling? What do you see us in the next five years? What What do you like to do so I can actually add to that value? You know what I mean? Like, what do you, when you start asking those questions? And somebody's not challenging their self on those questions, then it comes off as like, yo, what, bro, what are you, you're getting outside this realm of just food and this. Like, what is all this extra stuff? Yeah, because so I agree with what you were saying. Just imagine uh, being out uh, or you've been dating a young lady for six, seven, eight months, and you're the one that's asking, hey, so, so what are we? You know, what's the next step between us? Is that that's not a norm for guys, right? No, no. But is that no. something that we create? That is that pattern something that we threw off? Like, how do we get to that that space where we're basically not in control of what we need anymore? Like, we can't because set we- rules. We can't uh, uh, filter. You know how like you search something, you filter out what you. <laughs> yeah. We can't put no yeah no preferences on anything. What's the what? How do we get there? I I can answer that. I can I I know how we got there. How we got there is this: in the past, women have been the topic of being hurt from the beginning of time to now, right? So what they chose to do in their head is say, "This is from my perspective. I'm not speaking for all women or all men." What I gather is, I'm gonna be the one that's gonna toughen up and and not be hurt. So everybody has this eggshell now, and it's like I'm on defense mode. So now instead of 
him being the first one to make that move or him being the first one to say, hey, do all this. I'm going to turn it to the man in the situation that I control it because now I'm tired of my heart being broken. I'm tired of these guys doing me like this. So now I'm going to be the enforcer. I'm going to put the situation in my hands. What's happening to the men is that now that you have the good, genuine men that are growing up to still have that shivery, to still have that stuff, it's not applied the same. We're trying to use Windows 6 with Windows 10 right now, <laughs> and it's not working. It's not working because they're not going for it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's so, strong, man. Oh, go ahead, Lewis. I'm sorry. No, I said, bro, go ahead. Uh, so let me ask this then. Jumping in that bag, what was some of the ev- like the evolution of you all's need from when you were 20 to mm-hmm. like as you grew and mature as a man, as a boyfriend, fiance, husband, father? What were some things that you used to think you needed or what you were getting and then they evolve and it's just like, damn, I don't even want that no more. I want this. Mm-hmm. We'll let Lewis take this one because you cut him off last time, Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, I, I may give a bad answer, but um, uh, it's really a lot of the same things. I just needed more of certain things through through my evolution. Um, I think it, on the journey that I'm on now, I need my wife to be more of a like my, my accountability partner to make sure that I am um, sticking to some of the things that I that I set out for myself. I think early on, I needed support. Um, I needed trust. And she's, you know, she's earned that and she's shown me that, you know, she's someone I can trust. Mm-hmm. But obviously trust is still a big factor now. I think, um, I just think it's, it's all the same things. I think you just need more of other things throughout the the growth of your uh, relationship. So when you say accountability partner, are you actually open to being critiqued or do you? Yeah, have- I asked for it. And you open to it, what she say, no matter what it is, good, bad, ugly, whatever. Yeah, because, because I value her opinion. Now, if you can start coming to me, I'm like, right, get that shit out of here. <laughs> but my wife, I value what she says. Hey, hey, this is the crazy part is I don't even have this nigga number saved. I don't know, you know why he talking like that. <laughs> Yo, y'all are crazy tonight. The same shit the baby said. Yeah, hey, look, like this nigga, not, nah, I'm just playing. The but baby you know, said the same shit. I'm the same way though. I'm the same way though. I'm the same way. I got, I got to admit, I'm the same way. Brit and probably like two other people. But y'all. Yeah, uh, evolution of y'all needs. You said bring like two hundred people. What you say? Uh, not saving people. them. Oh, saving numbers. This is the difference. This is the difference. No, nigga, I'm talking about no. opinions. No, I think this. Right. I think I would. <laughs> I would get critiqued, and I will listen to people. I just don't think I take everybody's opinion. Like I don't even. I. I. I will ask people. Oh, God. <laughs> like like I, I, I ask people sometimes because I need to know what the dumbass is thinking too. Why this is happening. <laughs> I gotta know what all ends of the spectrum is yeah, so saying. You go the to other me. way. Yeah, you got to because you gotta know how the how the whole ladder aligns in order to know what you you know what I'm saying. And so, do you ask people opinions so you can hear it and be like, "Oh yeah, I'm not slow." No, Thanks. I don't. I don't. Let me say this: I don't ask. I don't ask anybody for their opinion that I don't value. I will take. Oh, okay. I will hear okay. people telling me stuff if we ended up having a conversation, but I don't ask. If I, I don't ask anybody that I don't value, I don't ask their opinion at all. And I would, and if I really don't respect what you said, I'm like, bro, I'm good. Before you even start getting too deep in the conversation, because I don't even want you to think that I don't even want you to waste your time like that because okay, I don't know how we got on this about talking about people's advice, but like, yeah, think about it for me, a person that's a, a thinker and try to do stuff. I can't take too many ideas at once because it, it, it paralyzes me. 
So I'd rather mm-hmm. take the two or three, you know, I trust, see how much it aligns with mine and see what I need to tweak here and go. But y'all about the evolution of y'all needs. Uh, mine, uh, you want me to go first? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, for, for me, at first it was, um, it, uh, in the beginning stages, I think it was more so of, uh, like, acceptance. Um, it was more so of, like, seeking validation. And it was also a lot of pressure because we have, because me and Pooh been together uh, since high school, you know what I mean? We got married young. Mm-hmm. It was more so of just trying to keep that image, I think, more so of like, hey, this is what love looks like. And I didn't know what it looks like. So I thought the simple things were working. Hey, I mm-hmm. love you. Hey, you love me back. That was great. That's all we needed. Mm-hmm. But it's like as we started evolving uh, into the human beings that we are now, you know, growing together, but also growing separately. I realized that my needs change as far as like now I'm looking more so on like what I value and what she values and how can we intertwine those things mm-hmm. and, and not really press. I, I used to press the issue about a lot of stuff. And if it didn't align with what I was thinking, I'm like, yeah, that's not what we need to do. You know, I kind of took the uh, I guess the head of household thing a little too serious and realized that I was actually not giving my wife the floor to communicate how she effectively needs to. And I think it ended up doing more damage than anything because it's like now when we have those conversations, they're great conversations, but I can tell that it's like, it's some reserve there because it's like the times that I do want to express those things to you, you know, you kind of shut me down. So in the stage that I'm in now, it's like, I, I try to be open more with my communication to understand like, Hey, you know what? Like, okay, that's not a bad idea. And, and understand what my flaws are. Understand that if I'm not strong in the area, I need to let my wife lead in the area instead of, you know, having pride in the area. That's where I've evolved to is kind of bring it because my pride used to be bad. I mean, really bad. You say it used to be? Yeah, it's gotten better. Oh, right. <laughs> hey, my boy progressing, man. Yeah. Hey, hey, look, that, hey Louis, that don't mean nothing coming from you at all. Hey, look, Bobby, <laughs> Yo. Bobby, I think right there, boy. Hey, if, if Pride was a group of people, Monday's night is it'll be you or who else? No, bro. I, I, I just, hey, look, I just grouped us in together, bro. I ain't gonna separate the baby and the bad boy. I just grouped us together. Mike, yeah. what about you, bro? This is goddamn the the four Pride tops, goddamn <laughs> the four Pride tops. tops, the Pride tops. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you how good this question is because it's making me think about what I need now, right? Like, <laughs> like mm-hmm. yeah, like, um, I would say, dang, I would say in my early 20s, I think I needed uh, almost, almost like to be babied a little bit, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, because I was missing, of course, obvious things uh from the, the family structure. Um uh, and I needed some uh uh guidance as far as uh like pointing me in the right direction. And that's not just career-wise, but but that's like uh I wanna say personality, I wanna say uh like molding of a uh like a well um I guess I guess as a as a person, I think there was a lot of identity issues that I was facing that I uh that I needed something like pointing point you know directing on, um and I think as I got older into my marriage, I think that I was still 
thinking I needed those things when in reality I wasn't the person that required those things anymore. Mm. And then I started to to need uh I guess more uh I guess uh uh calm platforms to communicate more like target mm -hmm. practice if that makes sense. If I'm learning right. to communicate I need more um you know a, a clear understanding that hey this is what's going on right now. You know, I'm trying to get better at this. Um, I guess I guess that would be grace, um, more grace. Mm -hmm. And then, um, mm. I think, and I think what I need now, like Lewis said, accountability. You know, my wife's my accountability partner. When she she just got to tell me, hey, I know you don't know, but you're actually dead right now. You might want to go take a nap, like, <laughs> like mm -hmm. right, to the point where all of that, all the the years build up of like transforming. I haven't ever stopped to like uh, to like rest my mind or you know my body has been constant grind for the last uh, I'll say ten years for sure. So, uh, so I think that's that's probably the most important part. Now. Can I say something? Hey, can I, oh yeah, please do, Lewis, and I'll piggyback off. You go ahead. I'm a, I want to brag on my. Please do, Lewis. <laughs> yeah, no, because that was good. You brought up some different things. Go ahead. You Lewis, did, Lewis. bro. You did, and it, it made me think about about my wife, and I got to give her a lot of credit because, and this kind of goes back to pride, right? Like, so I'm real goal driven and goal oriented, and my wife, um, she's the same. She's she's that, but she's not that all the time, right? And when you're really like someone that's ambitious, you kind of judge other people, other people in their journey because you're like, oh my, if you really God. wanted, if you really wanted it, you'd be doing this. And this yes, and this, bro, this, boy, this, boy. This, right? that, that is back. so real. So. I, you know, when I see her, it's hard for me to be like, so I, I feel like I have to drive her like, hey, no, you, if you want it, you got to go do this. You got to do that. You got to do this. You got to do that. And she passed her real estate exam uh, recently. Shout so out. Shout out. Okay. Yep, shout yep, out. Shout out. Yeah. And at the end of her journey, we were talking and I was like, baby, you know, I'm just so proud of you. And she was like, thank you, Lewis, for staying on me and this and that. Right. And then I call myself like trying to like give myself some points. So I'm like, you know, I motivate you. You know what I'm saying? I'd be motivated. I'll be, you know, and I was like, you don't really do that for me. She said, you don't need it. And I was like, damn. So she really been watching this damn. whole time. I'm here. I am thinking I'm giving her something that's so great, but she's been watching me the whole time. Understand. Okay. If I needed it, she would give it to me. Does that make sense? Yeah, like she really, yeah, she's yeah, paid yeah. enough attention to me to know exactly what it is I need versus what I did. Yeah, you know man. what I'm saying? So yeah. I had to give her credit. And hey, I didn't even realize, you know what I'm saying? She's like, why am I gonna response. do you? That was yeah. She's like, why am I going to do to you what I already see you do for yourself? You know, right. so and it let me know if I needed it, she would. So, man, like I just I'm like, damn, my whole thought process of her just kind of even elevated because I she's paying attention. You know, and what Lewis, I, I know she is paying attention, but I got to ask you a question. What made you still ask that question? Even in that situation, do you feel that maybe in certain instances you do need it still, even though you she feels you have it? Do you feel you ask that question because you still need it? Damn, good question, Jay. That's a great question. Man, when no one ever does it for you, you kind of like, I don't, you you second guess if you're motivated enough. Mm, right. Because I'm like, I'm such a, I, I motivate myself so much to the point to where it's like, well, should someone else be doing this? Or, and I and I do it for other people, especially being in a leadership role. Like I, I my goal is to help motivate my team. But I'm like, who's motivating me? Damn, you right. know what I mean? Like who who's yeah. that? Who's, and, then I, and then the first person I look to is my accountability partner. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, Who's, but I don't need it, you know? So, Lewis, I'm sorry, bro. I know we've been barring you with questions, but I'm going to ask a real-ass question, bro. Be as, you know, 
transparent as you would like or whatever, because I've dealt with this and I just want to know if you have too. Have you ever, me being really tight, close to Britney, y'all know how close I am to her. I lean on her for a lot more than anybody will probably ever know. Uh, do you feel like, have you ever experienced all the hats that your wife wear take a toll on your marriage because you look for her in so many different aspects, sometimes unfairly? And it's yeah. like, we don't even give anybody else the opportunity to be there for us because we constantly put in different hats on her. Yeah, um, I think that's I'm, a good question, Kenny. Good question. Yeah, that's a great question. I try not to put stuff on my wife. You know, when it comes to like me, like I just like pay the family and us, and that's it. Like the family and then her. Like that's all I want you. To, I don't even want you to worry about me. You know what I'm saying? Like I try to take. I try, and that hurts me sometimes because you know I need again. Like who's going to be there for me? Who's going to help me out? So, um, I don't know if it takes a toll on. I don't know. She's never said it to me, but I do. I will say that I do disregard a lot of the things that she does. I will say that. And it takes okay. people on the outside. Let me know, you know, let me know and kind of give it that perspective. But I don't think it's affected us like that. Mm. Keenan. Well, I, I can answer that question, uh, Keenan, if I may. Um, so, I think for me, it has. I think it's, it's taken a toll. And the reason why is because I think within within me, requiring my wife to wear so many hats it's because deep down inside i have trust issues with people that i've mm. I've tried to give them that position and they failed at it oh. so now the only person that i consistently trust because i know Pooh is gonna hold it down no matter what sure. i you know subconsciously or consciously put those extra hats on her and then if something happens i'm not realizing the collateral damage or the things that it's doing to her mentally that she has to take care of and make sure like hey I got, you know, when it's not really her job, some yeah. of that stuff should be on me. Some of that, you know, so I think for me, it's, it's working a negative way. Yeah, I, I would agree. Uh, definitely. Uh, which which one, Mike? Uh, that that wife hats, she got too many on. Yeah. Um, and so much so that um, me realizing it, I don't fuss about nothing. Like there, there is no mistake big enough for me to fuss about. You know what I mean? Like, when yep. somebody's juggling the world, what am I really gonna be mad at if you, you know, you drop you drop a couple, you know, countries or whatever every once in a while? Like, yep. <laughs> yeah, yep. like, I, think, I think that's the and I like Jay. Ain't it ain't really too many other options to, but for the for the hats, you know, heads for the hats to go on. Mm -hmm. Right. So yep. every every once in a while, I'll take one and throw it on. Um, it may not fit the same. It may be a little, a little, you know, too big for me, but uh, I'll wear it. Thanks. That's good, bro. We yeah, in the bag. Keep it going. Keep I know. Going. Listening to y'all, it's just. I guess my perspective, my marriage has just been so unique because I think, like, I did when we first moved up here. The hats was really bad. The hats were really bad, and, and I guess, like. What I so going back to the need thing really uh really quickly, I needed a lot of validation at the beginning, and you know, uh, and I think I was aware of that, you know what I'm saying? Those little rubs on the back matter, like good job, all that shit mattered. Then you know, I hit a point was like, maybe you ain't gotta do that no more. And now it's to the point, it's like, yo, she'll she'll ask me, she like two or three weeks, you need to pick me up. No, I'm straight, or I come in like hey, this shit was rough this month, but realizing we're from daily to like monthly to like quarterly to like Damn, you need me. You need me to tap into it, and I had to realize when I needed her to tap into it, 
but just because she asked me and I said yes didn't make it not genuine because she immediately tapped me to her nurturing bag because that's what I needed. But to say about like the hats thing, I guess my wife just always, I learned to take hats off her and do whatever I had to do with them. So her and I could hold each other more accountable because I feel like she puts a lot of hats on me. I feel like we will really, really even and empower each other at our strengths. I think there's even in parenting, I think some things women are naturally better at and men are naturally better at. But in my situation, I'm maybe on the one. I, I hear a lot of dads uh, that I know, maybe not y'all as much, but that say like the little baby stage is not my stage. Like I don't, I don't want to. That's not me. <laughs> me, I, I that, love it. That was me. I ain't gonna lie. That was me. I was no, gonna say that's kind of me too, brother. Yeah, but 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 the point I was making was I think there's a lot of things that women are naturally better at that men are naturally better at. But my wife may be better than me at that thing that men are naturally supposed to be better at, and I empower her. So it's like mm-hmm. we get in a situation where it's not, I don't really, the hats, let's kind of, you wear these two, you, I wear these three, but we can hold each other accountable on these five hats, no matter which way it go. Cause when she wearing right. 10 and I'm wearing 10, ain't no job going to get good, get done. Like Mike said, you juggling all that, you're going to drop some mm-hmm. stuff. And yeah, I can't right. say nothing. So I'm like, Hey, let's just figure out this master, these five hats. And when we master these five, we're going to hold each other accountable on these five because Yo, this is a true story, bro. I'm, I don't even know how I got here, but this is a true story, bro. Y'all got me going off a tangent. Like, I always go through this thing with my family where they like, you know, uh, this was like maybe a month ago. Um, no, maybe three weeks. I got I got an argument with one of my siblings, and it was like, yeah, because, you know, because Brit, because Brit, because Brit. And I think the thing was, when I was talking to her, she was like, you know, I really don't like that. And my whole time, I get my wife praise, like, you know what I'm saying? You mm-hmm. did the damn thing. And she was like, I really don't like when people say that to you. I'm thinking like, you don't? Not she was like, not really, because I had something to do with it. But there's certain shit that I had nothing to do with that you just did. And they take away right. all that just because I helped yeah. you on some stuff. I was yeah. like, yeah. damn. Brother, I cannot tell you how <laughs> relevant, <laughs> relevant what you're Lord. saying is. Um, I had to have that conversation with a sibling of mine. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm like, you know, he, he uh, was praising, um, you know, his significant other, which I, I'm all for because I'm praising mm-hmm. my wife a lot, you know, but I'm like, I'm like, bro, how how about sometimes it's maturity? Mm-hmm. And, you know, how sometimes it's you, right? Like, um, I give my wife a lot of credit, but I think Jay even said this last week. It's up to us to take the take the initiative to apply the information that we're taught or that's being presented. Um, or take the lessons that life gives us. So um, I think it's all great to praise people and individuals put in your life, but it's up to you to take the information and apply it, you know, and we can't get lost in that. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to Brittany for even recognizing that, man, because you could lose yourself, right? Because if you, let's say if something, I'm not trying to be negative, something were to happen and you're crediting this person for all of your success, if they were to go away, in your mind, you don't think that you could function or be successful on your own, and you get away True. from you, and that's important, man. Bro, that's huge. And Shout out to Britt for that for sure. For man, real, for real. Because I, so I guess the follow up question to you, gentlemen, will be: Where's the line drawn for your brilliance in any situation, work, friendships, anything? Like, where's the line drawn? Like, so back to the example Jason and Lewis just reiterated. You get information, you get a push. Where's your line drawn? 
and the reason why I say that is until that month ago, I didn't even, I don't think about stuff like that. Right, Me and Brittany right. know what we built. You know what I'm saying? I don't right. care what nobody else thinks. She don't care. She'll say like, you know, I don't care about that shit. Like whatever. Right. Like, you know, she'll right. say it. Cause I'll be the first one to tell you, yes, I have a master's degree for four months straight. Brittany be like, when she got it, first got in grad school, she's like, you know, you can do this, right? You know, I'm like, bro, I'm not going back to grad school. She said, Keenan, I know you can do it. I hopped in, killed it, got a 3.6. She was like, I was like, damn, babe, thank you. She was like, nigga, I just told you to start. I ain't going to get you no 3.6. There you go. Congrats, bro. That's facts. No, that's huge, bro. I was going to joke, but that was big, though. That's great. <laughs> what was you going to say? I, I was. Like, I could. I could. And part of me wanted to flip it, but no, nah, bro, I got to give respect. No, to I want to hear it, man. Louis, no, that's all right. You went to ICDC college is what he's about to <laughs> say. No, but you got, you, but, but, but think about it, though, fellas. How much of your identity do you lose in your marriage, though? To the point where, like, you don't know where the line is drawn from her prayer, her will, her ability to your intelligence, mm-hmm. your your value. Like, you know what I'm saying? And I guess yeah, I think you I think you lose a lot. And I, 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 excuse me, I mean to cut you off. I think you lose a lot in, in your marriage because you're naturally trying to give the other person everything. For sure. All of you, all of your experiences. All of like you said, if you if, if you're trying to uh, better your marriage and better your relationships and become a better father at the same time, you're trying to dial in and give all of that to everybody. The the problem is you lose so much of that that the line becomes obsolete to a certain extent. Like it becomes like you know, if you don't find that line and find that time, you and you're looking from you're looking for that line from your partner. I don't know how much you can kind of find a line. I'm speaking for myself person because like, for example, my daughter yesterday was like, I was like, man, I'm about to lay down. I'm tired and about to take a nap. Everybody know me knows I do not take naps at all. I just don't. But when I said that, Mackenzie was like, you about to take a nap? You're never tired. Mm. And it's like, in my mind, I was thinking, dang, like she really sees me as like always going 110, 110 that a, a nap is so foreign to her from me. So That's it's crazy. like, I don't, it, it's just crazy because she always sees me. So I guess I said all that to say like, um, I guess where I'm trying to go with the question, think I'm trying to really like, yeah, boy, that brain over there I'm was not real, boy. And my shit, cooking. I'm talking about my shit. It's, I it's said all that bro. to say. I said, I said, in the situation, bro, the line is it, it's gone, bro. It's absolutely. I see. I, you said all that shit to say it's gone. <laughs> Hold on, bro. My bad, but <laughs> hey, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna lie to you. I ain't gonna lie to you. I was talking and I was trying to watch the game at the same time. I ain't even gonna hold you. Yeah, I got you, bro. I just, Brain, see, I just seen him make a crazy hey, play. Hey, you, Jay, know you try to like weave through it, bro. We're not, not gonna working. hold you. We could tell, bro, because you was like, yeah, in the situation with me. It's all good, bro. We wasted like a whole two minutes of the pod. Go ahead. It's all good. Mike, yeah, what about cool. you, hey, bro? Hey, I'm glad you can edit, bro. No, nah, this is live. <laughs> Everybody Jay Bays. <laughs> Everybody know that brain get the sizzling. Yeah, yeah. My oh, shit was good. I, I ain't gonna hold you. I agree with Jay. That line do get shaky. Um to the point where, like, you don't even know you're supposed to be looking for a line because you don't even know that you lost yourself, mm-hmm. right? Like, you don't even know that, <laughs> that you're not even you. 
because you done created a new you that you operate mm-hmm. in. So, so you make a determination like, okay, so once this phase of life is over, you know, once the babies grow up, do I get back to do what I was doing, you know, doing what I was doing before? Or am I still going to like, you know, like what's next? I think, um, and then when it comes to like your contributions, your the praise, um, oh, I think you gotta you gotta self reflect and figure out like what buttons do you gotta push to to really make yourself happy when it comes to this stuff, bro. Because you I don't think you can really find it outside of yourself, or uh, or really quantify like the relationships around you and you know who's responsible for what and, and you know what. You know, you know, the totality of the role you play in, in, in you, you know, your maturation or, you know, those around you. So you, I don't know, bro, that's a tough one. Like, I think, uh, shit, my shit frying too, Jay. I got that's you. I'm about to say, you over there malfunctioning too, bro. Yeah, My TV behind me, though, so goddamn. Oh, okay. Hey, but yeah, it, isn't it supposed to, isn't it supposed to intertwine? You know, aren't you supposed to become one in theory, you know, in theory? Like you're supposed to develop, you know, um, a new way of thinking. But I think that like a new and like, yeah, a new life, like you, you become one. Mm-hmm. But I think for me, the challenge is and I think the challenge for most people is that you still have to evolve individually, too. Like you still have a right. responsibility for yourself. Like, I'm glad I go to therapy and not couples therapy. You know what I'm saying? Like, because mm-hmm. it gives me a chance to work on me. I'm glad that I like that my wife and I do enjoy different things because we are able to obtain and offer different perspectives to one another. Mm-hmm. You know, okay. I don't, I don't believe in all of us doing all the same things all the time. I hate the idea of like couples having Facebook pages. I think that's the weirdest shit ever. For you sure. mean like a, a, one of, one of them like was a combined page together? Yeah. yeah. One of them yeah. Oh yeah. No, nah, we good on that. That's, like, cool. I don't, that's wild. Right. Cause you're still an individual. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> I, you're still, you're still a human being. And I think, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> He says one of them was cheating, Mike. I, oh, yeah, that's what's hey, that's that's yeah. yeah. You know, come on, Lewis. You know damn well that's the truth. Come on now. Yeah, they got, they got that Life 360 app. They know where they at all the time. But it's it, it, it's important, like, to have that, just that individual individual aspect. Because like Jay or Mike said, when you, the end game is not now. Like, I know that there will be a life where my kids are out the house. Yeah. And that we still have to turn around and be those same two people. And... I think it's important for us to still be who we are. That's what attracted us to one another is those traits, you know? Um, yeah. I'm not going to malfunction like my brothers over here, so I'm going to stop. <laughs> yeah, hey, hey, look, you're going to cut and stop before that car cut I off. Got, Go ahead, I, got, I have such a... You know what I'm saying? Nigga from New York? What the hell? That's what I'm like. What the fuck? You on, what you got on Tim's? Nah, <laughs> man. I just think... I'm, the push back on the, shorts the, at Tim's. It's crazy because... <laughs> Mike Tonio just posted something about this literally earlier today, like round five or six. And she was like, why do so many relationships fail once they get married? And I do think you become one, but mm. I think that shit is oversold sometimes, bro. Like I think, mm. I think you become locked in and you start to think a certain way together. You start to understand yeah. how your marriage handles uh, situations together. You start to realize who, when you say one, that's like, if you say y'all one and I give y'all 10 scenarios separately, y'all can say mm-hmm. who will handle which scenario no, based off the skill set that we know we would do. So if I put mm-hmm. Got you. car maintenance, this, kids, this, that, that, you all will probably nine times out of 10 at least get eight out of the 10 correct 
on both right. sides. Right. But I think with individuality, man, and I think this has worked in me and Britt's favor, and this is really big when we had Cameron, like we've mm-hmm. always told ourselves we're going to, this might sound bad to people that don't believe this, but like we're going to integrate him into our life. Like we're going to stop mm-hmm. and make sure that, you know, he needs everything he needs. You you change some things nevertheless, you know what I'm saying? But like mm-hmm. her and our thing was like, when he needs it, we'll do it. But we refused to stop our marriage because we had a kid. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, so, mm. bro, like, small things, like, we, we, if, if we wake up and we used to go, you know, no kids, hey, baby, let's go to this restaurant that's an hour away. Damn, like, okay, let's go. Now, with Cameron, baby, let's go to this restaurant that's an hour away. All right, what we're going to do is wait till he gets sleepy, and when he gets sleepy, we're going to get him dressed, and then we're going to go, because he's going to sleep in the car. So, like, it's an adjustment, but we don't allow it to 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 change yeah. our marriage because man i i just really truly think with marriage bro i was not taught i was taught that marriage it looks like something no it feels like something you know what i'm saying oh. everybody asked me how my you know my eighth anniversary this past saturday and i tell them like congrats congrats uh, congrats, God, congrats. I appreciate it, appreciate it. I, but i told everybody as bro we had we did something really simple but i was like yo we come to a place like yo we so happy to be happy with each other and i don't think a lot mm. of people can honestly say they're like, yo, when they turn to the left or turn to the right, it's like it's not like, ah, right, eh, why are you still here? You know what I mean? And That's I a fact. that individual, that 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 yeah. one thing gets real grayish when you don't really buy into the thought of like longevity, I think, in my opinion. Hey Keenan, do you think that having kids later gave you that maturity and how to and, and you know and you learning how to deal with it? Because Jay, you had kids. <laughs> your daughter right after I had my son, Mike. Yep. Oh, you and you had your first kid. My oldest eleven. So goddamn, oh, about, about twelve. So yeah, man. <laughs> like when you, <laughs> like just hearing you kind of plan. Okay, we're gonna plan on. We're gonna plan going out hour away. Like when my kids were at that age, I didn't. I didn't have the. I know the thought process to figure something out. Like that. Like, damn, that was smart. Why didn't think of that? And I'm like, fool, because you weren't. You were young and you weren't smart yeah. enough. At the time. Bro, you know, that, so yeah, do you feel like that creates an advantage for you? Bro, I'm gonna tell you some crazy shit. Now, yes, absolutely. <laughs> I, I could have had them at 33 now. Like I, I really because when I was 21, all my all my friends had kids when I was 21. All of Damn, them. Fuck, hey, fuck you, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, since we live, let's put that on. Jay, Jay, hey, Jay hey, how long was I the uncle that didn't have kids? Ooh. Oh man, for the longest. Ten years, you know what I'm yeah, saying? 10? Yeah, 10. it was a minute. That's it was crazy. never. I ain't have to worry about no babysitters. I'm like, damn, y'all gotta get babysitters. Let me know, nigga. I we can go whatever. <laughs> like, I'm straight. Let it me know. Was like that too. Though. Yeah, like, bro. But but the thing I wouldn't say, I would never mess up nobody's house. So I'm not like, hey, bro, let's go do this, and you get and you, you know, what I'm saying you can handle what you need to handle. But bro, I, you know, people try to pressure me and Britt because when we got married. At 20, uh, we got married at 23. Everybody was like, Oh, she gotta be pregnant. Like, what y'all getting? I'm like, damn, so I can't even get married for the right reason. Then right. when we got married in anniversary two, four, five, they said, like, Y'all ain't got kids yet. No, nigga, we ain't want them yet. Like, yeah. you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, we chilling. And Brittany said, you know, let's go to school, get our careers, and try to get our home. And it made everything to this day, bro. Literally tonight, when I was putting Cameron to sleep, I could not have done that three years ago with the same like whatever that dad feeling is when you're like, damn, bro, we really, we really are sticking and moving. Right. 
You know what I'm saying? Clarity. Clarity. Boy. Is it? You have clarity. I just got clarity. (laughs) But you got to look at what age you had. Me too, Lewis. For real, bro. You got to look at what age I had y'all children, though. Like, I think it's it's a a blessing. It's a blessing and a curse. No, go ahead, Lewis. I say it's a blessing and a curse because it drove me. Or less, maybe I'm giving it too much credit, but I do feel like it drove me. Um, and obviously, you know, I'll be a younger parent when they when they're ready to leave the nest. But I think that the curse is like I do feel like my wife and I did miss like some of our better years of enjoying each other and having fun mm-hmm. and being, you know, I, and I don't regret my kids at all. But I do feel like right, we right, missed right. out on, you know certain luxuries and freedoms to do things you know what i mean like i do feel i do feel that way uh also yeah because you too damn serious now bro oh my god you and dad mode all the time boy all the this time dog it's serious like you go out like bro like oh my hey. god Hey, he, hey, he in a cut at bumper jumpers with a straight face, bro. I'm telling you, look, bro. <laughs> at bumper jumpers, bro, I'm like, yeah, like, I'm, bro. This nigga be tucking. Never mind. Go ahead. Tucking the shirt in. <laughs> <laughs> he got the white. He got a. Hey, he got a white V-neck with the Levi's on. Bro, I'm telling you, Louis, serious, bro. I forgot how long. I forgot how long. It, how long it was. I, you remember that time I came to Greece, bro? I came to your house, and we was chilling. Me, it was me and Britt. Yeah, man, we came like bro. The first time, I'm like, damn, nigga, you loosen your shoulder. That nigga's shoulder, like, <laughs> man, they let them joints down. Good gracious, hey man, Relax. hey Kenny, I do. I know we're laughing and joking, but something that you said was really good, man. And I think a lot of people out there need to hear this. It's not about how your marriage looks; it's how it feels. Oh, and I sure. think that a lot of people stray away from that. That was a very, very good point. You know. That it's, it's true because we lose sight of that. It's more, you don't even try to be image driven, but I think it's with your surroundings, your environment and what people, it's so weird that none of us, uh, I, well, I can't speak for y'all. I didn't really have a good example of a good marriage before I got married. Mm-hmm. So all the things that I've tried to model my marriage after and, and mimic my marriage after was either, you know, self-taught or like listening to other people that were married that I shouldn't have been listening to because they had boys. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So. I realized that at a, a later age in my life, but it's like, it's more so about that feeling. It's like you become uh, uptight, you know, over time about small shit that doesn't even matter. Mm. It's like, yeah, well, this needs to happen this way. And it, and it goes back to what Lewis was saying too. Uh, don't forget, you got to understand that you still have that individuality that you guys have. Understand that part. You're coming together like the Venn diagram. You got your side, I got my side, but we have this marriage in the Right. That's that's what we have. That's our that's as sacred. That's what it is. But at the same time, this is who I am. And I think within marriage, like Mike said, you can go to a point to where, oh, this is the new me. Well, what did the old you look like, Mike? What did old Mike like to do? You know, right? Like, ain't gonna bring that up. Uh, Hey, but you know the craziest. I'm I'm gonna ask you this, Mike. (laughs) Crazy question, Mike. I want you to be real. When you, make that, when you make that transition, isn't it safe to say most men make that transition internally on their own and not a lot of people are hip to it? Or do you feel like the people around you could see as you made that transition? Or was it like a conscious internal decision and it's kind of like you pop up in certain atmospheres, a new mic, because you dealt with it internally and did what you had to do and become 
the new mic. Does that make does the question make sense? Hold on, Rick, say it one more time. Hold yeah, on. that's what I was about to say. It was a little okay. Little so, blurry. like, you know, you say like when you were becoming a new you, right? Right, right, right. I'll put it in my instance. Okay. When I did, I think my largest leap of evolution, a lot of it was internal work that nobody saw. Mm-hmm. So when after you do the internal work, nobody's seeing that. So it's hard for people to take heed to, even my wife sometimes, of the new Keenan because they weren't really a part of that process. It was all internal. Okay, I got you. You know, like you. I'm going to therapy sessions, I'm yeah. doing what I got to do, versus like sometimes people are a, pro, a part of your evolution and they can stay, they're like a part of the actual work. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So when you made that jump, was it more like, you know, you were help, helped along or you kind of like made a decision, it was internal work. And you kind of popped up and like, you know, I don't like this no more because you dealt with what you what, what, what uh, whatever you had to to get there. I got you. Um, I would say it was internal work um, mm-hmm. and it wasn't intentional. It was uh, me in the process of finding like what I was really interested in. Mm-hmm. I found uh, topics and uh, I'm big into history and culture and stuff like that, of course. Sure. And I think through me, like falling in love with that stuff um, newly. Mm-hmm. Um, the process that it takes to really understand that stuff, mm-hmm. I had to reconstruct my mind to to view information a certain way, right? I had to had to view it from that scientific point of view, you know, with rules and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. then I translated, and I liked the way my mind worked from there. And I took that back into the outside world and starting to see the world from that same view. So mm-hmm. that. I'm able to take in perspective because that, that's a change that happened like overnight, seemingly. But it was really just me finding something I was interested in and, and like mm-hmm. falling deep into that and acting out that it's like uh, watching house or whatever. But instead of just liking house, you really become a doctor like it, like you can you can be oh, a doctor okay. every sense of you can you can you got everything but the qualifications. Yeah, and, and I think okay. and, and went out into the world like that. Yeah. Yeah. What about Let's you? Get it, Mike. Okay. Um. Oh, I I really don't know. For me, man, I was I was you know kind of listening to Mike and trying to to understand. I think for me, my circumstances kind of created a new Jay. Mm-hmm. I, it wasn't really in, internal for me. It was more external for me. Like my mm-hmm. circumstances created a new Jay, and I wasn't aware of it. Mm. Until I actually got to a point in my life to where I didn't recognize myself. Mm. I didn't recognize like the mannerisms that I was like anything that I was doing. I'm like, wait a minute, what's going on here? Like, this isn't me. But then I started asking myself, is this the new me? But for me to say, is this the new me? I had I thought that I had to create that. But in, in a sense, it was just all the stuff that was going on around me. Like, OK, the new me is going to be. uh like when it comes to the kids, right? For example, I give an example. Well, I know we was just climbing Lewis about the uptight dad stuff, right? <laughs> me travel, me traveling. <laughs> it, was, it was funny. He said them shoulders was up. Like, I'm telling you, boy. Hey, bro, calm down. They sleep, bro. <laughs> <laughs> they upstairs knocked out. I'm like, Lewis, bro, they good, bro. <laughs> he playing spades with his shoulders up. What I'm saying is this. So, in that situation, when it came to with me traveling and stuff like that, when I came back, the new me was like, oh, OK, I got to uh, get stuff back in line. I got to do this. I got to do that. I got to. And, and it, it wasn't needed. 
the normal stuff was there. I was just creating stuff where I came back and I'm like, oh, I've been missing my wife. I need to do X, Y, Z, X, Y, Z. It's like, no, that's not needed. So I started creating this external person, that a new version of Jay that wasn't real. I have to now figure out <laughs> how do you get back to either the old Jay, but incorporate those new things along the line to create a new Jay that I'm actually going to like. And sustainable. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And I know where I'm going left. Louis, you then. I, I'm a, a... No, man, kind of, kind of a mix of both, but uh, I think it's just personal growth goal. Like I, I, there are things about myself that I wanted to, to, to read um, and improve upon. And I took taking the next necessary steps to get there. And um, I really test myself in situations, right? Like my brother and I has always been an opportunity, how we respond to each other, you know, and mm -hmm. whenever I'm around him longer than three days, we're going to get into argument. It's just inevitable. So it was, <laughs> it was. And, you know, but then like I started saying, okay, Lewis, let's go three, let's, let's go three days without reacting this way. Um, or like with my children, when they misbehave, all right, let's, let's see how you respond this time. Like I'm purposely trying new things um, with the goal in mind of getting to this place to, to who I want to be. But I do feel like with me being an extremist, I was creating a person, as Jay referenced, I was creating a, a false identity, mm -hmm. um, projecting these expectations on myself when all I needed to do was just be a better version of who I am. Um, mm -hmm. So it may not be like I get it right every time. But maybe I can approach it a certain way that I feel like I can continue to do and not set false expectations for who because you're, you are who you are at the root of everything. Right. Like it's going to come out if it's disingenuous or if it's not real. So I think it's just really being realistic about who I can be um, in my evolution. And that's an ongoing process for me, Keenan. So there's no one moment that's defined that for me. When y'all say you, when you say you are who you are, are you saying that? You can only better your ways that you already currently have, like, like, because it's crazy. Because, because mm -hmm. again, somebody, Tonio, when he posted that joint, he said that to me too. He was like, "I was saying," he basically asked, "Like, why do you think marriages fail? Why relationships end up failing after marriage?" And I was like, "People don't want to change." And he was like, um, "Well, I agree with it." And I said some other stuff. He's like, "I agree with everything you said, but the change part because we are who we are in essence. You know what I'm saying? Like, you only get yeah. more of that or less than that, less of that." So what's y'all take on that? Because I, I, I just want to know, just curiosity, like you believe when people do things and they're malicious or whatever the case may be, that's just them. They can't change that. That's who they'll be. Or can people change? I don't think they can't. Yeah. Oh, my bad. Go ahead. Well, I was going to use a great example. Like, you know, an addiction, like if anyone has an addiction, um, they say they're alcoholic, even if they don't drink anymore, they say they're recovering alcoholic. Cause you have the way that you combat, that maliciousness or whatever it is that you're dealing with, you first must you first must acknowledge its presence and that you mm -hmm. can revert back to those ways. So you that you always have to be reminded and humble. It's really humbling, right? That that you can yeah. go back to that space. So yeah, you I, I think you should understand who you are, what you can be good, bad, or indifferent, especially if you've demonstrated that before. Because if I kill somebody, I'm a killer. Whether I'm no longer right. killing people, I've done that before, and therefore that's who I am. That doesn't mean who that's who I have to continuously be, but that's something that I've done. That's who I am. Mm. Right. That, that was really good, actually, Louis. Really, really good. Um, I was yeah, I had that queued up for that nigga. 
Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> hey, bro, I don't want no smoke, Lewis. I want zero smoke, bro. I'm sorry. Hey, Louis, hey he don't want I'm to sorry. Hey. <laughs> yeah, boy. Hey, hey, Steve, he sent a hint, too, because if I was a fucking killer. Yeah. I felt like, like, like he pointed, me pointed at me through Zoom, bro. Like, damn. My bad, y'all. No, man. He did. He did, no killing bro. over what here, I, brother. No, man. Hey, hey, no killing over here. Don't try to clear your fucking name now. <laughs> <laughs> but... Um, to answer right, your YouTube, question, pre- appreciate y'all checking in, bro. We will keep going, bro. We just we just take it off YouTube. Okay. Right. Yeah. As far as the as far as the change thing, I think we do have those core values that are, are just who we are, and and that's our identity and all that stuff. I think just change has had such a negative connotation put on it that people don't want to do it. It's like mm, change. Like what people feel like if they change, they're losing their self mm-hmm. because. It depends on who the person you're with. Sometimes they feel like change is negative. Like, let's say, for example, like Lewis said, I killed somebody, right? Okay, cool. You're not killing people anymore. But people think that if you change the way that you're thinking, like, because I don't kill any people anymore, I'm not a killer, but I have killed in the past. People can't separate those two. So it's like, nah, well, if I change and say that I'm not a killer anymore, it's like, bro, no, it's nothing wrong with you not being a killer. They just put that negative shit on there i'm trying not to because that's why i'm rambling because i'm trying not to really cuss y'all because i'm really trying to work on that i like to cuss but, it better boy no nah, because I'm, I'm trying to really control myself i, <laughs> hey, I, don't, fast. I, don't like to cuss, I started a swear jar this month ironically bro you can do it okay bro listen man change is not negative okay how, how, how old are y'all when you need swear jars bro <laughs> <laughs> accountability. <laughs> accountability bro thank you bro he don't know nothing about that shit kill his ass lewis Hey, man, you know, I'm just, hey, we're going to be mature and have a mature conversation, Jay. I don't, you know. Hold on. So y'all think hey, giving yourself, hold on, time out, time out, time out, Jay. And I need to hear you say this. <laughs> giving, making a swear jar, swear jar, uh, swear jar is being. Like, you can't even get it out. Swear jar. That's, that's being mature. No, let him talk. I got him. Go ahead, Kenny. What you going to say? That's, being, that, that's, that's maturity? Yeah, because what it, what it does is you have a tangible um, view of the frequency. I think if you have a problem. The first thing you must do is recognize it. And if you have something that can visibly hold you accountable, whether it's a swear jar or tally marks or what have you, um, it shows you your progression. It gives you an idea of the frequency in which you do it. Um, And it's helped me like the first week. It was a lot of money, but the next week it was a lot less and less. And I've been more cognizant of it. So, yeah, I think it is maturity, bitch. <laughs> That'll be one dollar. It don't count, Lewis, if you're taking the money and putting it in your pocket. I get a better one. Mike, I get a better one. It don't care. Lewis, you know what? I'm going to say this. Right. Lewis, because, because you know what I'm saying, you're in your process of becoming a better, you ain't going to insult the processes that was given to you during your sessions, man. I ain't going, you know what I'm saying? That's true. I'm not going to insult that, but you know what I'm saying? I got a swear draw. Hey, hey, look, hey, look, hey, look, hey, look, Jay, I got a swear draw in my uh, jar in my classroom. Eighth grade. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Who's it go to? <laughs> no, it's, I got a classroom full of eighth graders. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, but it's you... juvenile. Yeah. Real, real quick. Uh, Oh my God! Well, Go ahead, Mike. Original question, Kenny. You were talking about uh, change, blah blah blah. Well, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just comment on the change. Oh, uh, people say they, uh, you are who you are. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Um, 
Hey, you gotta look at who raised him. If that nigga got down, daddy a bitch. That nigga bitch got down. No, <laughs> 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 oh, but uh, <laughs> no, but uh, I think, oh, I think uh, I'm, I'm gonna oh, tell shit. you why uh, both of those are right. Yeah, you inherently are who you are, and you can change. I think plugged into like who you are. There's a level of scalability that that like flexibility that allows you to manifest positively or negatively. So you changing is probably a word that people want to tweak or, what, or whatever to say that you're like not a human no more. Like I was this person, but now I'm this person. But I think it's just like versioning. You know what I mean? Like it, is Windows still Windows even though we had ten? You know what I mean? Like it is is Vista still Windows? I would look at it more like that, like uh, it, we all have the ability, like a, a level of, um, I guess, give to who we are that we can uh, be willing, you know, that we can be, that we can embrace or or not. Um, like with that being said, is some people out here that are inherently they don't got no wiggle. Like they they was eating crayons as a child and they grown eating crayons. Like that's that's it. Like that was their wiggle, and and you know some genetics, whatever environmental factors, whatever it was that that created that wiggle is what they live with. So I, I'm gonna say both are correct. Uh, you just got to look at it a certain way. Hey man, that was deep because you're saying good, man. you're saying that change is based on one's ability to complete capacity to to mm-hmm. capacity. You basically you're saying their ability to change is based on their capacity as a human being, intellect you know physically you know what i'm saying like i can only get but so big you know because there's certain genetic genetic limitations to that so yeah that's dope no matter matter how much you live there's there's a there's a ceiling to it yeah that's dope that's dope man that was dope that was good that was good man i guess (laughs) That was good, bro. What the no Mike, that was like deep, brother. But that was really good though. Like I couldn't agree more with any, you know, I couldn't agree more with that. That's really good. Hey, hey, Keenan, mm-hmm. snip that shit out on San Antonio. No, that's good, bro. That that was good. I, you know, it's good. You know, it made me think about when you say the capacity thing. What I'm over here, like actually, like quiet and thinking about. You know, one of my one of my toxic traits, if I must say. Okay, okay. What of them? Bag talk, bag talk. Yeah, you getting out toxic bag. you know, I think. Well, I don't know if this is actually toxic, but it's toxic for my lifestyle. I can't. I can't. I do a bad job of really, it's gonna sound crazy. How can I say this? Like, I think what hurts me and causes me to act certain ways or do certain things is out of protection of people's feelings that I care about. But it's like, I create the ridge or the issue before it happens. So I start treating them based upon if that had happened already, cause I know it can if I do this. Does that make sense? Mm. Yeah. Is that a control thing? Are you saying you create scenarios? Uh, no, I think I think I don't think it's control. I think for me personally, I think it goes back to like my root of like abandonment. Like I feel like people don't like the truth, and I feel like sometimes like if I really care about you, I'd rather just bow out than say too too much, because especially unless unless we've already gotten to it, and I know how we like. Resolve conflict. Tina, let me ask you. Let me ask you a question. What makes you think? I mean, what makes you think yeah. that people don't like the truth? Mm. 
Uh, because you know, I would say out of ten people, eight or aren't living their own truth. Like, if you lie to yourself, what would you like if somebody told you the truth? Like, I don't think a lot of people walk around every day and simply saying like, um, uh, let's think about what we talked about earlier. How old okay. when we find out what we actually like doing? We've been doing stuff our whole lives that we were told we like. That's not our truth. About, right. How about 26, 27? You feel me? Yeah. So I think yeah. when you go to the truth and you challenge people, Jay, we said this earlier this week or last week, people die in the comfort zone all the time. So when you start yeah. to get outside of that and you really start to tell people simple things that challenge their norm, it ain't even got to be a fact. But if it challenges their norm, they're going to rebuttal. It's going to make them uncomfortable. And I think a lot of people can't mm. uh, uh, take what they dish. You know what I'm saying? I'm hey, I talk a lot of shit, but you can talk shit back to me. It That's ain't, ain't going to bother me. You know what I'm saying? Because at the very it end of the day, me at all. I'm the type true. of... Huh? No, I'm saying that's true because that conversation you trying to not have me have Friday, I gotta have it. But but you I know, <laughs> I know it's going left. I know it's going left, and I told Mike this all day today. I said, Mike, I know it's going left, bro. I, I hear you. He was making great points. I ain't even feeding to the points. I'm like, bro, I hear you, but you know what I'm saying? Because think about this, man. And this is you know this is gonna sound arrogant, but it's really the truth. It's hard for me. Because I haven't seen a lot of situations play out in my mind and be wrong. That's fact. Out of, out of 150, mm. 160, 170 real life, I mm. probably, real time, I'd be wrong. Like, I've been wrong, like, maybe four or five times. So it's hard for me to, like, see something. You go tell somebody, like, hey, because it's unsolicited. Hey, bro, like, mm. you know what I'm saying? Like, have y'all ever, have y'all ever, like, been with somebody? Friend, cousin, don't matter. You know how they are. Y'all get in a situation or something happens, time goes by, something separate happens, and you connect the dots of why something happened that night without even without even like talking to them about it. Mm-hmm. I've done yeah. it. Like, like the fact that we can our brain connects those dots backwards, you immediately can project what you think is gonna happen in future situations if the environment feels the same. So me, when I say toxic, I remove myself from going back in that environment because I feel like so that causes me to be like, hey, I think say we got into it here. I peep why we got into it without you telling me. I'm going to probably not go do whatever the fuck happened again, period, because I'm going to avoid mm-hmm. that. But it may cause a rift because you're like, damn, nigga, like, what's up? And I'm like, nah, bro, I'm good because right. I can't tell you the truth. So, hey, Dr. Strange, can I ask you a question? What's up? <laughs> What's up? Yo, who won't smoke with us? I know, I don't, know, I don't us. know why. I, like, I can't respect somebody that can't get out of Hey, Lewis is on his shit tonight, bro. Hey, y'all remember the, in, in the Infinity War, he was going through all them scenarios? That's Keaton. It is, bro. Anyway, I'm not going to lie. That no, is, it bro. is. It is, though. For real. Thank you. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Hey, 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 Thanos, go ahead, bro. Keenan hey, Lewis opened up that eye at a moto, whatever. Hey, no, for real, bro. No, I mean, I'm playing, but that's kind of what you said, though. In a, it is. In a, in a sense. Yeah. But, um, like, if you're thinking that much, like, how do you, because you see, you strike me as somebody that can enjoy and live in the moment and be present, what right? But how can you be present if all you're ever doing is thinking? Uh, Because that's why mm. I, I remove that's myself good. from those. And I think God has blessed me truly with the ability to be able to process stuff really quickly. So I've been able to be like, mm, no, nah, I'm out. 
Like that space mm. is that thought space is an environment for me. No, I'm good. Like I start thinking about, I start thinking about this. You know, I'm about to go for a run. I can eliminate that environment for me. You know what I'm saying? And I think mm-hmm. the same thing. And let's go. Let, let me be real, bro. A lot of my blessing is a lot of my curse. You know what I'm saying? Because I live in the moment a lot, but I also peep a lot of shit in the moment too. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, oh no, nah, I could be. We could be at the same party. We came in at eight. Tech, you know, you may wake up the next morning like, damn, bro, I didn't like this. I start peeping game from the beginning, like this night ain't going to be after certain interactions with people. You know what I'm saying? But Lewis, yeah, I right. you know, I just learned to eliminate myself from those environments because I learned this one thing to be true. You can never you can never be uncomfortable. How can I say this? Without sounding like a complete like no, nah, just say it, bro. We ain't judging you, bro. It, yeah, be I, your true I, self, I bro. Y'all, Asshole. I don't care if y'all judge me. That don't matter. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, cool. Thank you. All right. Cool. <laughs> but I, I guess because I don't want to, like, I just think the older I get, I realize certain rooms and environments are just not for me, bro. Like, I don't go over it. I don't do that no more. Like, I just we rather not. That. You know, a lot of times, us as humans, we believe we can be in something and disconnect from it, and that's just not true. And change it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and change it not, too. That's you're saying not be influenced. You're saying not being influenced by the environment that we're in. But be in it. But saying like, nah, but be bro, in it. Like, yeah. No, like somebody we're giving like, ourselves too much credit. That's it's impossible. Yes, yeah. it right. is. Bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it is. Yeah, yeah. That, that's that's dope because I think I'm like that. Um, just, just off energy alone, right? Yep. I think I can tie scenarios when things get left, and if I if something smells like that scenario, yep. I remove myself from it. Like we yep. was uh, when I went to the my homie uh bachelor uh weekend joint, mm-hmm. they okay. told like okay. six or seven different event stories, right? Mm-hmm. That you know, we were just kicking it, you know, family around. And out of those six or seven, let's say five of them went left, right? You know where I was at for all of them? Where gone already, bro. Yep. Gone already. Gone. They looking around for me, Mike gone. Because I, I just know it, you know, I just know, like I you look at the door, and it don't even be like that person that you identify as sketchy. You just smell it, bro. You just smell it. Like, look, I chuck yeah. up the deuces, but like, hey, y'all get home safe. I know, I know what this is for sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And, and, and Mike, Lewis, you out there, you out there setting niggas up, Mike. Go ahead, Ken. And, and Lewis, and I, and let me. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he, he's out to throw up the peace sign. He over there sending signals and shit to get his people jump. Team minus. He said they had seven situations out of five. Hey, That's where I was. Hey, I ain't even got to see it because I smell it. All right, y'all. No, out of seven, out of seven, five went left. I won't there for none of the five. Good I bet. Gracious. Hey, I bet. You know, hey, you know what the cop be on that thing and they got a cold word? They, oh, thank you for the dope. <laughs> <laughs> my, hey, my hey, cold word. Like, peace out, y'all. Peace out. <laughs> Boy, boy, but uh, what I was about to tell you, Lewis, uh, I think another thing is in, in a lot of my relationships that go to what I'm saying, I also pour a lot into them. You know what I'm saying? So when you pour a lot and you give a lot, you learn a lot. You know what I'm saying? I think my gift and a curse again is like i'm not afraid to be hurt in a sense like i'm not afraid to jump out there and learn in the midst of jumping out there and that works even forget everything else just in my personal life 
Like I'm willing to say, like, give everybody the benefit of the doubt. Let's go do it. Let's 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 do all this. And as I learn, I just collect. And it may hurt me because I think everybody deserves grace and blind trust. You know, unless you did some, you know, you know what I'm saying? Blind trust. So when I give blind them, trust is blind trust for real. Who me? Yeah, you, you believe in that? I'm uh I do, but I mean I think I'm selective with who gets it though. Like I gotta <laughs> Can we define that? I just want to make sure I'm I'm blind trust. So correct. so say if I Mike, let's use this. You introduce me to some of your homeboys, right? Uh-huh. You met these two. Like I would, I trust them. A because I I met them through you, and it was like at your crib. So until they do something that I don't that I deem untrustworthy, I gotta trust them. Uh-huh. I don't I don't play scenarios before okay. people give me the cards. You know what I'm saying? Now, I if I'm you. in the blind trust stage and they do something that's a little sketch, I'm like, okay, I'm not going. I guess like this to not ramble. I don't mind giving people rope so they hang themselves, because then I know I know where you stand and I know who I'm dealing with. A don't lot of stare. people, yeah. That's me though. Yeah, yeah. I'm, all three of y'all seem like the untrustworthy type. Like you don't trust nobody. Well, I'm believing people earning my trust. You know what I'm saying? Like you gotta earn it. Like I, I think people vouching for you for who it is. Like I think that's dope. And to a degree, but like I do feel like you gotta earn trust, and, and because I do have trust you. issues. So can you? So back to the can you change that, the trust issues that you have, or do you think yeah. that's always gonna be a part of you? And you gotta combat it. Mm, no, I think I can change that. Yeah. I just don't want to. I was just about to say that's what you was gonna say. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I could, but why? Like, why? So, Louis, do you not want to change it because you're afraid that every time you let your guard down, you get burnt? Hell yeah. I'm not. This is another. See, I hate to be this guy, but we just being real. You don't think, in a sense, that can hinder you with the spaces you're trying to get to. I agree. I agree. I think it's a part. I have yet to accept that that's natural. People are going to 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 misuse and not care about your trust as much as you would like for them to. That's a part of human nature. Very much so. Everyone's going to break your trust. That good. Yeah, everyone's going to break your trust. The good thing is, is, is human nature. Yeah, perfect. Perfectly said. It's human nature. Yeah, God, bro. I guess, I guess I'm just. I, I, I guess I'm just. I'm not idiotically trusting, if that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it's kind of like you gotta. I just don't think that would best serve you in life. I don't think that would best serve anybody in life. You know what I'm saying? Like making the next person pay for the old person every time. I don't think he's necessarily saying make them pay. I think he's just being over – he's guarding himself more. Like, so he's not making – making the next person pay, uh, to me, would be like he's projecting that stuff on them. He's not giving them anything. He's not doing anything to them physically. I w- so I, w- I don't see I how would, he's projecting it. I would say that is kind of making them pay. Thank you. I, w- uh, I would okay. say, yeah, we overcharging niggas for what they did to the cold crush. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm. But how I can you, see that. How are you making them pay? Is he giving – I so, think the only way to me is making him pay is if he's trying to give you a scenario to trust him and you're not willing. Right. But 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 what I'm saying is so let's let's get before we get to the scenario, Jay. Okay. Me and you cool, we fell out, right? And me and Lewis mm-hmm. get cool. And it took me and you two weeks to get to the scenario. It take Lewis mm-hmm. six weeks because of what you did. Like before okay. anything even happens, he already paid. Like naturally, it should only take two weeks, say, for us to hang out. 
right? Mm-hmm. Me and you hang out and within two weeks of meeting each other, it don't work out, whatever. Because you did something finicky. I got trust issues. I meet Lewis. Now, we should have hung out, but now I got to wait and really feel him. Now, that two-week joint is now six weeks. Yeah. Because and I he can't. Already improved, and he already improved it two weeks in that he was solid. You get what I'm saying? Yep. But I, yeah, but, but I, think, I, I think, yeah. It's, ahead, it's not tied to time. It's tied to a scenario. It's tied to energy for me. You can pick up on a motherfucking energy quick. Yeah, but and, I'm, and giving, to, I'm giving everybody that benefit of the doubt, though. I'm giving everybody that benefit of the doubt. The, the, the energy, we all know how to pick up on energy. We all understand uh, uh, scenarios. But my, my only thing is saying, like, you can't own having trust issues and think the new person in your life is not going to somewhat fight harder than the last person. If you're yeah. saying you have trust issues, that's but all then, I'm saying. But don't that, you think it right. works in reverse if you do trust everyone up front that you go through more to get to to the good people and as opposed to to earning or allowing people to earn it? So so I'm a, okay, so real 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 scenario. I think you just strategically learn how to let people earn your trust. I don't think anybody's wrong in this situation. I think you just think of different ways like if you were a person that you know easily trust people, now you're saying okay, let me sit here and to protect myself this needs to be put in place to say, hey, okay, kind of prove yourself on this situation. I don't think, to me, I don't think that's making another person pay. I think that's you're just protecting yourself. And that's not saying that person's bad. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, you know, that was, that's me. That was a great way to bridge it, Jay. That was a great way to bridge that. It that was, was Jay, and I do agree with you, but let me give you an example to hopefully give a little more clarity on what I'm saying. Okay. I'm not saying I trust everybody. Everybody, I mean, oh, bro, we trust, trust, trust. No, I'm not saying that. Right, right. What I'm saying is the way I view what Lewis just told me and the way I view what do you do, Mike and Jay, do y'all consider yourself having trust issues? Because y'all never said if y'all did or not. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, <laughs> I, no, cool, 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 cool. So, I would say, like, I'm selective about who I even, who even get, who, who I even deem worth having trust with. And then mm. once I deem you cool enough to have the trust, you have it. What I'm right. getting from Not y'all it. is like, no matter if they deem themselves worthy, they still got to earn it. Like, you know I what I'm saying? You. Like, like no matter if they prove, they, they, they like, let's say they both get to, you know, inside, you know, the associate circle. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to give you the rope you hang yourself. I ain't said I'm overly doing nothing, but I have no reason to, to try to figure you out yet. The right. way I'm viewing what y'all saying is that person going, nah, nigga. Let me see how this joker move from the jump, from the rip. Like, <laughs> no, come on. I'm just yeah. saying though. That's what I, I get. get hey, I go, I go a step further where I'm not even looking, Keena, because I ain't trying to. Boom. I, yeah. I respect that. I ain't even. It ain't. It ain't like that's real, Mike. Anybody, I'm gonna say, ain't nobody paying. Did y'all lose him too? Yeah, he froze. Yeah, yeah he said freezing. Oh yeah. I oh, used to ain't nobody yeah, paying back. what? Y'all can hear me. I can hear you now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I was asleep. I won't froze, Jay. Yeah. <laughs> 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 no, I was just saying. I, yeah, I ain't even. <laughs> they, they can check all the boxes, and I still be uninterested. Mm. What? Why did? Where does that stem from, Mike? I'm full. I'm full. I'm my trust meter full. I ain't got. I ain't got the bandwidth for 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 
you know, to, to aggregate out for for new people. I will, mm. I, I will say this. But do you think that that puts a stress on the people that you have in your circle that you do trust? Is that putting extra pressure on yourself or your, you know, like let's say you rock with a certain five people, right? And your ability to not let mm. other people in, yeah, your trust meter is full, but do you think that they're not telling you that they're you putting access stress on them with this trust shit? Or um, how do you feel about that, Mike? I, I would say that I'm going to say full as in I've reached my capacity as far as people. But I don't think I'm, I'm I don't know. I, I would want them to be open and honest. I, I ain't never considered that. Uh, and, and I guess that ain't for me to really, you know what I mean? Because I can't. I can't judge their full meter if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. It just, I, so I just what got you about to say. What you about to say? I just got the email. Okay, when you said full meter, it made me think about something. <laughs> I just got the email, bro. Just got the email. It made me think about something. I don't think. I don't think when I say full, and it's crazy because I was telling Jay this last week or whatever. I think I'm I think I'm good on like close friends. I wouldn't block no blessings, but I think yeah, I'm good on close week. friends. But I think which which encompass you all, obviously. Like, but what I'm saying is I think my meter isn't full because in the way I move and the way I'm always out and about networking and doing things, I think everybody falls into that associate. We have this trust that we know each other under this capacity and move like this with each other. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't. I don't oh, even really see myself. Here. Huh? He went to sleep again. Yo, Jay, you wow, bro. You wow, you wild, Jay. <laughs> Mike said, <laughs> Mike got cricket internet over there, boy. I, I'm telling you, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, boy, I got hey, fucking. But what was you saying, I, Mike? No, I, I was just saying. I was saying, uh, tier trust, like yeah. everybody, yeah. Cause I, I I think I think I think like for them like for the most part my close friends solid like I don't need nothing else added to that my close friends solid bro you know what I'm saying and I can't imagine a world because even if you think about it even before me and Mike got close I knew the nigga for about three four years <laughs> like I, like yeah, yeah, Mike, how long did I don't trust you no no <laughs> this nigga Jay crazy bro. yeah no for real this nigga. <laughs> <laughs> because you you want to know what man you y'all remember y'all remember Larry from Carmax? Yeah. Yes. Larry yes. told me something that was so true, bro. He was like, "When you leave college, I bet you don't get no more friends, and if you do, it won't be more than two. And I was like, "Why Damn. you say that?" He said, "He said the amount of growth you show between these years, you'll never be around that many people to pick friends from." He's like, "You'll never be around that many people to pick friends from ever again in life." Damn. I was like, get out of here, bro. And that shit was true. Every everybody I'm close with to excluding Mike, I met at Carmax or at AT or a little bit around that time that I'm extremely close That's to. That's facts. You know what I'm saying? And, and then think about it. Our wives met in school. So they was yeah. around another body of people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, bro. I just I just the, the, to wrap what I was saying up, Lewis. I said that to you because brother, I think. A lot of us have a lot of talent that we rob the world of because we let our trust issues get in the way of us going out there and 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 presenting ourselves or exploring our, our opportunities because we don't trust a lot. 
You know what I'm saying? Because I think, oh, y'all gonna get me. <laughs> I think trust issues kind of tie to like insecurities, and I'm saying we all got them. I think we all got them. You know what I'm saying? That's but valid. Like, That's valid. To overcome that allows you to operate in your purpose a little more. You feel me? That's that's a good one because I just asked this question yesterday to uh, my wife. I said, "Are are insecurities still should they still be labeled insecurities if what what your what is based off of happened a hundred percent of the time, right? Like it's still mm. it's still a insecurity though, mm. right? That sounds like a significant security. That shit's security suck, right? Yeah, but no, but I, I mean, I said it sounds funny, but it for real." Right, like how? Yeah, am I am I wrong for for feeling like this? I get, yeah, but she said, yeah, it's still an insecurity because if that's know. the case, you can't really you can't really get away from that. Then mm. it's not insignificant, right? It's present. It's, yeah, it's significant. Nope. That's what I'm saying. It's significant. So I, yeah. so insecurity man, that's deep. looked at as a uh, uh, I guess a negative in totality. I guess. Ooh. That's a deep but, question. But, but but based on your point, That's yeah, uh, all of I think a lot of mine is based on a negative version of insecurity, though. Yeah, I, man. Yeah, bro. Y'all don't want me. Y'all be on this thing to twelve, bro. I, I, bro, y'all know how much I can <laughs> yeah, talk. Yeah, I, I no, just... we not. Yep, yep. <laughs> Jay, what about you though? What about <laughs> do, what are your trust issues based in, Jay? What are they based in? Like, like um, what, 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 what do you think? makes you because the thing that i that i got from you three seriously and mm-hmm. i'm being real it wasn't like y'all thought about it and i'm being so real right now y'all like mm-hmm. owned it nah bro i got trust issues and i'm like i'm cool with it almost so like that gotta- it's, it's, it's not that it, it's not that i'm cool with it it's that i understand and i accept where i am right now and okay. it doesn't mean that that's right or wrong mm-hmm. it just means that that's what i accept that that's what it is right now mm-hmm. can i work on it and change it it goes out to what we're talking about absolutely Mm. It's the will to want to change it. And I think mm. that I've got burnt so many times that I've told myself a protective mechanism I'm going to have is I'm not going to get burnt again. Mm. So I'm not going to change that. But again, once you actually mature and grow, you learn if you don't change that, the opportunities that you can miss are, I mean, oh God. Do you, there, did you approach so many. Is your approach to a lot of those situations the same, but with different people? Yes. So is it the is it the approach or the result that's a good question i never thought about that um damn that's a good question i don't know bro well mike asked a significant like i don't know the answer to that you know what i'm saying like my brain up too yeah what you asked jay like i don't know i don't i don't know the answer to that either you know i think that's a part of the journey think about this uh like when you say trust issues, right? That are based mm-hmm. on something, right? Mm-hmm. Would we really call them trust? It, okay, are there other scenarios that take place in life, right? Mm-hmm. That may, let's say it was physical, right? Let's say you got uh, robbed when you was 14 or whatever, mm-hmm. and there's, uh, you move differently because of that, right? What are those <laughs> issues called? You know what I mean? Like, mm. called lacking. Yo, Jay, so hood, bro. You know what I mean? Oh, why, lessons. Why, why isn't that defined? I, I don't. You know what I mean? Like, what are those? I, I get what you're saying. Like, if if it's based on something, 
how could it be viewed as anything other than like a defense mechanism? I think defense mechanism is is that gets a bad stereotype, but a defense mechanism. I'm about to run off real quick. Uh, <laughs> Go ahead, Mike. I hope my my shit don't freeze up. But a defense <laughs> mechanism, like, I define culture as a defense mechanism that 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 it basically establishes guidelines that uh, prevents the most adverse effects for each decision that, that we make right we have a culture that established these rules right those are all based on negative actions like the, the reason that black people run when people running without asking questions that's based on negative actions <laughs> like that's based on negative right. action the reason the reasons we go places and sit in the car and see walking in that's based on negative actions mm. like it right. is culture itself insecurity then you know what I mean? Like it's oh. it's all of it an insecurity when like we get we get circumcised, right? Because when we didn't, a negative action happened. Yeah, that turtleneck. Yeah, turtleneck boy. Don't nobody want that either boy. Right. So so all are these considered insecurities though? You know what I mean? Like I, I'm I'm insecure about getting you know an infection. So I'm gonna go ahead. Right. Hey, 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 I'm move different. Hey Mike, I went left. I won't think about, about no infection. Skin. See, you stay crazy. <laughs> so, niggas, niggas, I don't have insecure. I play hide and go seek. That's what I'm saying, bro. Everybody, <laughs> Mike said an infection. Boy, your grip better be strong if you got that, boy. Joker. <laughs> so they have dirt and shit, man. Nah, you Boy, <laughs> nah, boy, ain't got that. Hey, Mike, Mike over there trying to defend the fucking turtleneck crew. <laughs> he did. Mike was like, Mike was like, because hey, nigga said, nigga I'm said it's fall, it's fall, turtlenecks and goddamn chains and shit. Goddamn. Yeah, boy, yeah, I can't imagine. year round though, Mike. Bro, this nigga crazy. I, I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> but, yeah, to, but, hey, actually, but that's. How we, I'm sorry, Mike, go ahead. <laughs> but that's how we establish culture, like based on adverse events happening or positive events. Mm -hmm. But mainly the stuff that stick with us is based on negative actions that have been portrayed against us. There's a reason why we don't mess with certain people because they treat us wrong, right? Mm -hmm. Right. Of course, we can miss quote unquote blessings, but how often are those blessings? Like, do I got you, do a question you for y'all. On the fifteen percent blessings versus the eighty-five percent. See, that's why I started to think, Mike. I'm gonna be real. What you saying is, mm -hmm. and I go through this a lot, bro. I got me being too transparent on this Monday. No, nah, you good. Being the type of personality that I have, go ahead, man. I I start to feel like the eyeball out a lot mm -hmm. because I don't really feel that it's not it's not a a ignorance a a, a like a naive thing. But I don't feel mm -hmm. that barrier because I'm not afraid to like deal what's on the other side of that. Right. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of my angles, I'd be like, damn, am I am I tripping? Because I don't, it's not that I don't, once I understand the obstacle, I don't see it anymore. So once I understand it, I don't see it as often. You get what I'm saying? Got you. Like it, Got you. It, so I just end up feeling like the eyeball out because I'm like, damn, do I really think crazy because Mike with everything you said I'm not saying I don't do those things you know what I'm saying so it don't deter you from it though no right. unless it don't make no sense at all you get what I'm saying but like 
Mm-hmm. My meter, it, it take a lot more to deter me than it would somebody else. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got you. Right. And I, I, I bro, and I just got to say. I got a question for you, Keenan. All right. And Mike, and I know Lewis coming back up in a second. Listen, why do you thing. think as black male, <laughs> right, you got to let everybody know who's in the chat. Yeah, bro. Like, <laughs> hey, hey, listen, why do you guys feel, or do you guys feel as black males, right, mm-hmm. do you guys feel that we live our lives in defense mode? African like you always, like you being an African-American, do you live your life, like you don't actually get a chance to live. It's always in defense mode. Man, you like, don't know how. Like you always move through. Do you? Do y'all feel that way? All the time. Yes, yes, Jay. My answer too long. I'm gonna just say yes, bro. I I, I don't okay. think I don't. You know what? I don't even. And think, I'm gonna say if so and why. I, I mean, bro. I think it's I, I, like for instance, I give you one now. Mm-hmm. Leaving, I was leaving Target the other day, and I bought a, a windshield wiper, and a lady that parked right beside. It was a, a couple parked right beside mm-hmm. me. I was on the phone running my mouth and what I do when, when somebody's getting in the car beside me, I don't even walk up in my car. Right. And the lady was putting her baby in and I was like maybe 10 feet back standing, not 10 feet, maybe five or six. Mm-hmm. And when she got out, she got so shocked. I was like, I'm just waiting to put my windshield wiper blade on. But I knew I couldn't go walk up and right behind her while she was putting her baby in the car. Right. And go right. Put my windshield wiper. But naturally, as soon as I saw them and we was beside each other, it, the first thought is like, all oh, these cars, why is he walking up to us? I already had a hoodie mm-hmm. and some sweatpants. So, and I'm like, I'm going to just chill right here. But not even thinking that chilling right here made me like I was stalking her. And I'm like, right. I'm just putting my wish. But by the time I said it, she already had in her mind. I was looking at her. So she rushed in her seat real quick. I'm like, well, nothing I can do. All I can do is go put this windshield wiper blade on and let her know that I was actually going to go do it. That's crazy. And this was you yesterday. Just you just summed up the experience. Like we have to make decisions that other people don't don't think about. My wife, my brother gave a really good example one time. He went to a winery in a wine country and him and his his wife, they got real dressed up and they went there and they were the only two black people there. But some of the people like white people there were like in shorts and T-shirts and things like that. And he was like, mm-hmm. you know, it made me mad because he said, if we were to come here dressed that way, we would have looked like we don't belong here, but they can mm. go dress that way and feel. Yep. And wow. though that it's, it's frustrating to, to do that. Like I purposely don't run in neighborhoods in my neighborhood or anything like at night, you know what I'm saying? But other people go out and they run and they do these things. Like I realize that there are limitations that, that, that are set. Um, mm-hmm. I could do those things, but I also know that if I were to do those things, what, how it will come about and maybe what comes with that. And right? your consequences like, like will be like, way worse than anybody else's. Yeah, so yeah, bro, you you, just, you hit the nail on the head. And I, I try not to think about it or I get upset. I just accept it. <laughs> yeah, and that's all I was about to say. Why do we accept it? Mike, you can go ahead and share your experience as well. You got to think about it, Jay. You a nigga walking around with dreads and a face, so you know they look at you like that. That's a fact, and I give no fucks. <laughs> but that is a fact, bro. <laughs> That's a fact. Hey. Cause see, your ass different. I would have walked up on her ass. Nah, nah. Scared nah. the fuck out of her. Right? Yeah, yeah, Jay. But I'm, I'm gonna tell, I'm gonna tell, I'm gonna be real with you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm gonna tell, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you where that's dangerous. Cause if you mm-hmm. get another black man thinking like you, that can end fatally. 
and you yeah, think no, that's true. I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't do that. Literally. Yeah, no, I know right, you man. would we do. You have an audience. Yeah, no, I wouldn't do that. Bro. <laughs> Come on, man. Right, yeah. No, I would. Do do, yeah, when she turn and look at him, he could be like, "What the fuck are you looking at?" Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And no, ain't no Mike. She gonna turn and look at me. I'm gonna say, "How the fuck old are you?" <laughs> oh my like, god. <laughs> hey, I, hey, can you move so I can get in my car, bro? I'm telling you, bro. <laughs> That's a true story. And she was so terrified. And I'm like, and you know what gets me, bro? This is what gets me about this conversation. We're not even safe among each other. I, I would just about right. to say that. I yep. would just about to say that. I would just about to say that. I I I purposefully walk my dog in the middle of the street because hey, I don't yeah. even want my 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 black neighbors to to feel some type of way. You know what I mean? Like, especially, you know, it get late, uh, it get dark early. Uh, it's dark early in the morning and stuff. Nope, right in the middle of the street. I ain't it's it's just sad. It, it's sad, bro, because I feel like in, in us being African-Americans, us being black individuals, I feel like our black community make you feel like it's never enough. Like, you, you've never arrived to where you're supposed to be. It's always like, oh, like, for example, with, with Lewis using the example with his brother and his wife, they're over there dressed up you know, looking nice because it's like to us, that's prestige. That's showing dominance. That's showing black excellence. We're looking presentable. You know, we're looking like we mean something. And then you see them in thrown, you know, slippers and a t-shirt and they're looking at us. And it's like, if we came in there and did the same exact thing, it wouldn't be viewed the same. So it, it's like, it's always constant. As soon as we get here, then they're pushing the bar. This is what you got to look like now. Okay. You got to tie on, even with the dress code of places. Look at how the dress code to all places is coming now. Clubs, bars, you can't wear this, you can't wear this because it, 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 like, what's your image basing it off of? The, a guy I'll never forget when Keenan, when that dude told me, I got to charge you $200 to get in with a DT because you crazy. got on phones. That was crazy. I said, what? That was crazy. Man, he tried I, to charge me an extra $200 because I was wearing phones. And I said, what the hell is that about? Because most of the time, the people that get in fights in here have on phones and Tim's. No, he said foams and Nike boots. Foams and Nike boots. Yep. I remember that. Like, it was just... And I was like, I turned around like, oh, bro, we can just go home. Like, I don't even care to find another spot if y'all looking... You know, and you know what's crazy now? All you see is... All you see is shoes. All you see is tennis shoes now. Yeah, with the suit. Yeah. Bro, it's crazy, man. So... Hold on, real quick, hey, real quick, real quick, real my quick. My bad, my bad. Before we, before we go, uh, another example of uh, the way we view, uh, I guess, how we're perceived is if you line up like black people and white people and you go down the list like, hey, what's business casual? What's, uh, what's formal? What's casual? Whatever ours is, is going to be like two grades higher because we already trying to eliminate like, yeah. okay, question mark. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And I see that at work all the time, man. Like the young black dudes come in dressed like off the chain, you know, uh, everything like to a T. Mm-hmm. Hey, look, khakis and a little dry fit collar shirt. Any eye. That's crazy, Any bro. Eye. It's crazy, bro. Hey, hey. But you come in there, you un, you're unpresentable. Like you come in there, you're unprofessional. Yeah. But it's yeah. not viewed at. Yeah. You know, with other cultures, we all know that. Mili- look, military standards, same way. Like the fact that I that the fact that I gotta shave my hair, right? And uh. And, uh and I had they had to classify me with like a medical condition in order to stop shaving. But this is like oh, genetics. Shit. This is genetics. Like it's not designed. That's to, crazy. To, to, to shave below the skin. 
but but I got to be classified as having something wrong with me in order to be excused from that. That's crazy. God bless y'all. Thank you for your service, boy, because I ain't even going to act like I could do it. Yeah, yeah. Appreciate right, you, bro. Lewis and Mike, for y'all service, man. Nah, for real. I'm, you going to do it? Training. You said what? I said, you going to do it in basic I said, you go do it in basic training. Nah, it's hard you, to get a waiver then. But you most- know what I really admire? You know what I really admire about y'all for real, bro? And because y'all have a certain level of intellect for real, for real, it's like y'all knew what y'all was going to walk, not whole, maybe not to the exact degree, but y'all walked into something knowing what you have to go through in order to get that goal, knowing it was going to look like this. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? No? Did I lose him? No, no, they heard you. Yeah, they heard you. Yeah, I I, I just admire that, bro. I appreciate that, man. Yeah, appreciate that for real, man. I thought I heard Cameron. I'm sorry. I I, I just admire that, bro. I just, oof. I was just watching the video. What made me ask y'all that question that I was watching the video, I try to, you know, watch different things and and challenge myself. And the guy said that majority of us just 75%, I think he said 65 to 75% of us just live in the past. We don't even know what it feels like to experience real present living of mm. like actually living in the moment because we we kind of base everything off past traumas that have happened, you know, and that are hardwired in our brain. So like like it goes back to our trust issues. Like, okay, let's say something happened and somebody burnt us. Now when somebody says something, it subconsciously triggers that moment again and it releases you know, that that energy inside our body force to react that way. So that's where the defense mechanism comes in. It's just hard because it's like you try to relearn all that stuff and actually wonder. I actually wonder, me personally, I wonder what it would feel like to just live in the past for one, I mean, live in the present moment and not have any words for one full day. Yeah, I saw that video on OnlyFans too, Jay. <laughs> yeah, it was on there. I was living in the present though, because you don't come up. Yeah, yeah, I, I definitely agree, man. I think uh, I don't don't quote <laughs> me on the on the, uh, <laughs> the correct science, uh, but when those events happen, we are changed uh, uh, genetically, man. So it's it's hard mm. to fight, you know, those experiences and I mean, uh, and those 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 situations that you know that affect us all the way down to, you know, the molecule. Like, how do you how do you how do we take control and stop situations from affecting us that way? You know what I mean? Like if something mm-hmm. totally traumatic happened, is there a way to like cut the progression of that do your body? Hey, I, I only want to experience it, but I don't want it to stay with me no no longer than that. Like is that right. is there is or is yeah. that even safe? You know what I mean? Like is that even you know what it's I mean? It's not like, safe, it's not safe because the guy that I was watching. He, like if you're telling yourself, like you know how they always tell you to think positive, right? I know y'all hear that. Think positive. Yeah. It, mm-hmm. uh, erase it out your mind. Just don't think about it, right? Like some people tell you, like if you're meditating, right? You're supposed to clear your mind and not think about anything, right? Mm-hmm. And he said that's false. If you if you meditate, right? And let's say nope. you're thinking and have negative thought. What up, KJ? What up, boy? Uh, boy. What's good, boy? Man, I heard this joker screaming all the way from the first floor. Look at that. Look at that. Great. What up, boy? Welcome to the podcast. You want to say something? Say, hey, say, please buy furniture from my Uncle David. (laughs) (laughs) What was y'all rapping about, though? No, he's living. Uh, Jay was telling us about some video he saw on OnlyFans. Yeah, it was crazy. Whoa. 
<laughs> not that OnlyFans, bro. But um, um I forgot. Where, where was I going with the other one, y'all? I was about to ask y'all a question, but I forgot. Don't worry about it. Mike. You were talking about uh, mm-hmm. meditating, living in the uh, present, not thinking oh, about. Oh, it. okay. Not don't clear your mind. Don't clear your yeah, mind. Yeah, like the guy, mm-hmm. the guy was saying, like you know, because people tell you don't think about it, bad thoughts come in, don't think about it. He's like, would you tell like tell your heart like when you when you're meditating, right? You don't tell your heart to stop beating, right? You don't tell your liver to stop working. So essentially, you shouldn't tell your mind to stop doing what it's designed to do. You should just live in that moment and understand that it's gonna take time to get through that moment. Yeah, that motherfucker stopped doing it all together. Yeah, you up out of there. You expired. Yeah. yeah. That's, That's good. good advice. Well, guys, yeah. I gotta go, man. Yeah, we about to go now. Millennials versus the world, man. We out.